Building wealth is actually a spiritual development process because it trains you to moderate your emotional reactions and to concentrate on what your heart is guiding you to do in a soulful manner to what's inspiring to you. And that is the quote of the day. The quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of SeanCroxon.com. It is Friday, which means it is Finance Friday, where we talk about all things money mindset. Today, we've got Dr. John Demartini back on the show, and he's talking about the brain. I've been studying the brain a lot, reading lots of books about neuroscience, and it is incredibly fascinating. And he uses the brain, the model of the brain, to talk about our emotions when it comes to our finances. One thing that Dr. Demartini preaches in one of his money programs is to stabilize your emotions when it comes to money, that you have to save first before you can start investing. And before you can start speculating, you have to have enough money in your savings, and then you can start investing, and then you start speculating. Sometimes we start speculating when we don't even have enough money in the bank, or we put all of our money into some investment that somebody told us about, and then it tanks, and then we go into survival mode and we freak out. And so listen closely to this clip. It is so important because people just completely lose their minds and get really emotional about money. And at the end, they find that all their money is gone. And that's no good. Here's Dr. Demartini. Years ago, I wanted to be involved in healing also. I like studying everything, but I also want to be a healer. And natural healing, and so that led me into chiropractic. And chiropractic, as some of you may know, may not know, uh, really specializes in the the nervous system, the brain, the nervous system, and the spine. That's where its primary focus is. And it, even though it overall infect, impacts the entire being, that's its primary cause and effect relationship. When I was studying the brain and the nervous system, I was very fascinated by brain research and neurological research and wrote a book many years ago on the, the brain. And I found something very interesting. The lower centers of the brain, the very lowest centers, the most primitive centers of the brain, the neuron itself, functions from all or none. So you might want to write this on a separate page, but it's a all or none responsing, a reflex. Stimulus, response, stimulus, response, stimulus, response, stimulus, response. It's either all or none. It doesn't have any gradation to it. And so the next level of the brain beyond the neuron is the spinal cord. And the spinal cord is, again, sort of an all or none. It's not quite, but it's got a few little intermediate fibers that might, interuncial fibers that might allow it to be response, but with this little modification. There's a little bit of refinement on it. Then you go into the brain stem, and the brain stem has more refinement on it, and less all or none. And then it, it basically modulates the reflexes and control, because if you've got damage from the higher centers of the brain, the reflexes are even more spastic. If the higher centers of the brain are intact, then you have more refined movement that you have conscious control over. And so what happens is at the neuron level, you have all or none. At the spinal level, you have a little less than all or none. And when you go to the brain stem, you have more refinement, a little bit of control over the all or none responses. Instead of being responsive like that, you go, okay, I think I'll kick it this way. And 
You go up into the basal ganglia, you get even more control. And you go into the, the limbic brain, you get even more control. And you go into the cortex, even more control. And finally, you get to the corpus callosum, which is the highest uh, region of the brain. You have maximum associations and connections in the brain. It allows you to have fine responses. Instead of reflexes that are all or none, it's now a response, a highly refined response. Well, when we are under stress, we tend to decapitulate and go back down into the past, and we tend to react all or none. How many have been in extreme stress, extreme rage, and watch yourself react, and you were observing it like a witness, watching yourself react, but couldn't do anything about it? Raise your hand if you've ever been in one of those moments. It's like you're watching yourself in rage, but you can't do much about it because there's reflexes going on, and you're responding down there with all or none reflexes, ultimatums, fight, flight. And then you calm down, and you're not under stress, and then you think things through, and you have a highly refined, articulate, communicative process. So the highest centers of the brain are very poised, and the very lowest centers of the brain are very reactive, and they're designed for stress responses, and they're large diameter neurons, so they conduct really fast, so we have fast responses when we're under stress. Because the brain, the highest centers of the brain are poised, and the lower centers of the brain are reactive, as we're evolving our economics, it is wise to follow in an inverse fashion. When we are most reactive, we need to be having our finances most stable. When we are most evolved in our financial understanding, that's when we can handle the most volatility because we don't react. So what I've done is I've taken the brain and I've taken the, the, ecolo- the economics here and really most people say they can handle emotional stress and volatility because stress is simply extreme volatility in the market. If the market goes really high or really low, you're elated or depressed and you've exaggerated or minimized what's going on and you're highly vulnerable to react. If you know how to associate and integrate your perceptions and balance your perceptions, you don't react to that and you can handle that type of volatility. Because most people in their ego trips think that they're ready to handle these things when they're really not, the second the market's going up, they get elated and they think they're really doing well, they become extroverted and tell everybody about it, which is a sign they're about to fall. Anytime you're overly exuberant, irrational exuberance, as we say in America, and you've got a high manic state and elated state dealing with your finances, you know shit's about to happen. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? And if I use that term, remember, it's simply an acronym of spiritually harmonizing intelligent truth. That's all it means. So there's a reason why I've got it set up this way, because the human brain functions in a way that if you have earned the right to function here, you will be prepared to not react. The amount of reaction, let's just say you've got all these different segments filled in. By the time you get up to these type of segments to play, if it's highly volatile, it's only 120th of your entire portfolio. So even if it went to complete zero, you're not going to react. It's a small percentage because you can handle 10% fluctuations without emotion. Because you've earned the right to be able to handle those type of things because even the worst case scenario is still an insignificant amount of fluctuation relative to the big picture. If you've got $10 million and it fluctuates $100,000, you go, no big deal. If you've got no money and it fluctuates $100,000, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to go, oh my God, you're going to stress out and do something unwise and want to recover from it and then become vulnerable to the sharks. The sharks resonate with people who are wounded. I want you to kind of write that. Sharks resonate with people who are wounded. They find out when you're wounded and they contact you with emails. 
I don't know how they do it, but it's a game of resonation. Somehow when you're wounded, your mind is open. I got to hurry up and recover from this loss. And, and, and it's almost like there's a, somebody out there waiting for you to go, oh, there's somebody who's a sucker. Let's get them. So the, because the brain is set up in that fashion, and the more we have gratitude, the more we function here, and the more we have ingratitude and stress, the more we function here, my advice is when you're down here, build yourself a stable system that has no fluctuation, and when you know how to master your life, then go ahead and tolerate the fluctuation. That's called risk tolerance. This is called growth, this is come balance funds, and this is called income funds in, in financial matters. Income means you got a guaranteed income. Balance means you got a little bit of income and you got some growth. And growth is purely growth and speculation. My advice is to earn the right to growing things, growing your, your wealth. First, preserve principle. Preserve it. Then you're ready now to invest. Once you've got enough base where you feel like, you know what? Even if my business died, even if something major happened, I've got my own insurance policy. I'm not going to be devastated. It's not going to affect me. And because of that, you think wisely because you don't have to react. You wisely act. Building wealth is actually a spiritual development process because it trains you to moderate your emotional reactions and to concentrate on what your heart is guiding you to do in a soulful manner to what's inspiring to you. That was Dr. John Demartini. You cannot go wrong with a Dr. Demartini clip. That came from his audio program, Secrets to Financial Freedom. It's two volumes. It is probably 15 to 16 hours of content about your finances, your mindset, how to invest without taking a whole lot of risk. It is it's really good stuff in there. So I highly recommend that to you. It's over at drdemartini.com. Before I let you go, I've got a quick announcement for you. And I should have told you about this earlier this week, but if you're on my email list, you know all about this. A couple of weeks ago, I told you I was going to start doing my interview podcast again, and it was called The Sean Croxton Sessions. And I was getting ready for my next guest, and I just had this epiphany. I just had a moment where I was like, this is not the best use of my time. And the reason I say that is because if you've listened to the interviews, they're very in-depth. I ask people questions that no one else has ever asked them. And the way that I do that is through lots of preparation. And sometimes the prep can take me like 30 to 40 hours, and that's for one hour of content. And I had to come to the decision that it's probably not the best use of my time. And so what I've decided to do is cut way back on interviews. There'll still be interviews, but it'll only be interview if like I read a really good book and I just want to pick the author's brain and interview them, but it's not going to be consistent anymore. And so quote of the day will be consistent Monday through Friday, every week you, you can expect that. But as far as the Sean Croxon sessions, just every once in a while, it'd be kind of like a sprinkle. And when I say it'd be kind of like a sprinkle, the main form of content that I'll be producing now, the way I'll be using those 30 to 40 hours now is to put together really incredible YouTube content for you. YouTube is like where I started back in 2007, making videos about health, taking very complicated matters of health and teaching them in a way that everybody could understand and making it fun at the same time. And that's what I want to do in this personal development space because there's so much cool stuff that I'm reading about that I want everybody to know about. And so uh, we're going to get started with YouTube videos in late February. So probably the last week of February. So if you want to subscribe, it's youtube.com slash Sean Croxton. And I'm really, really, really pumped to get that thing going. And like I said, there will be 
interviews, but just not all the time. And so uh, appreciate your understanding with that. I'm excited to make videos and help way more people. I have a goal of helping 1 million people find those hidden powers that are lying dormant within. And I think YouTube is going to be a much better vehicle for that. And, you know, of course, this quote of the day show as well. And so um, that's it for me. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your Sunday. And I will see you on Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Thank you.